We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And one more chance for the Nick fans to get on their feet. A standing ovation from, it's got to be thousands of Nick fans. There are several thousand Nick fans here tonight. So the next Knicks will now just inbound it. And you know New Yorkers, they're more sifferous. There it is. The winning streak is now at seven. First game since the news of Julius Randle's injury and going to miss for the foreseeable future. Jalen Brunson, another magnificent performance with 32-7. and seven. All righty. Well, that was an interesting game, was it not? Fun, fun game at the uh, when all was said and done. But it's interesting for sure. So um, the New York Knickerbockers extend the longest winning streak in the NBA at the moment. They have won seven straight games, although uh, this win certainly feels different uh, than not only the six that came before it, but the 12 wins that they had accumulated over the course of the month of January, because for the first time, uh, not only in January, but for the first time all season, the Knicks were playing tonight without Julius Randle, who has been an Iron Man for this franchise going back to really, I mean, the day uh, he arrived in the summer of 2019. The news today for anybody who may be uh, who may have been busy today uh, is it seems to be good. Uh, MRIs came back showing not nothing to be too too, too concerned about, relatively speaking, obviously. It seems like they are going to try to rehabilitate this thing without surgery. Obviously, the possibility of surgery does not go away completely. You got to see how he responds. You got to see what happens if he actually makes it back on the court. Um, all those sorts of things. But as of right now, it seems, as many people phrased it, this is going to be an injury that keeps um, Julius Randle out for um, weeks and not months, which is good. And which is important because I think you saw in the first half of this game today against a Charlotte team that is, I mean, to call them to call them dreadful. I don't I don't even know if that's a that's probably not a strong enough word. This this Charlotte team is is atrocious. Um and and you saw that on full display. And yet they were in this game at halftime. This was a three point game at halftime. The Knicks were actually down by three. Um, with two or three minutes left to go in the first half because, you know, look, Charlotte's an NBA team. doesn't matter how bad you are as an NBA team. I mean, the the, the Pistons just 
won a game the other night. Uh, you're going to, you know, you have NBA players. Hornets have some guys out, but they also have some talented guys like Brandon Miller's good. You know, uh, Miles Bridges can still do some stuff and, and PJ Washington can make shots. Like you have, you have some, some, some guys out there. There are a lot of size at the Knicks and Brunson, Jalen Brunson, uh, New York's MVP candidate, uh, did not have a customary Jalen Brunson first half. Scored 13 points, but it took him 13 shots to get there. As a team, the Knicks did not hit threes, which has kind of been a bellwether for this squad going back to opening night. When they hit threes, they tend to win. When they do not hit threes, it becomes much more challenging. Well, the Knicks in the first half of this game were four of 21 from three. So not surprising that they were only up three on this horrible Hornets team especially when you consider that Julius Randle was not there and also missing the game tonight, OG Ananobi, the reason for a, a shoulder or a, a elbow inflammation, I think reason not too concerned about that is you have to wonder if that was maybe a precautionary thing with the Knicks playing the first night of back to back. Hopefully OG's back tomorrow night against the Utah jazz. We'll see. Um, but with all due respect to OG Ananobi and the and the nice things that he does on offense, and we'll get back to that in a minute because I think there, you saw the you definitely felt the loss of OG on offense in this game. Defensively, I think they still had enough to fluster the Hornets, although the Hornets were big, and I think OG's size would have helped. Um, it was really the loss of of Randall because Brunson had a eh, first half for him by his lofty standards, and he didn't have that second guy. So how were the Knicks going to get their offense? Well. Took a lot of threes. Some of those threes were okay. Some of those threes were deep looks. Some of those threes were, you know, somewhat well contested. And there was never any feeling like, okay, we we really have a reliable form of offense here in any way, shape, or form. Well, came out of the gate in the third quarter, and it was like watching a different basketball team. And that is in large part because Jalen Brunson, after needing 13 shots to get uh 13 points in the first half. By the end of the third, um, Brunson was up to, I believe it was 28 or 29 points on 19 total shots. So I think it was, what, 16 on an additional six shots, something like that, somewhere in that range. He was absolutely uh, unbelievable as he has been for pretty much this entire season. It's why he's going to make an All-NBA team. It's why he should have started the All-Star team, uh, All-Star game. And as Brunson goes when he is going that good, when he is going that hot, that's when you don't really, I think, moving forward, where you're not going to miss Julius as much because what does Brunson do when he gets cooking? He either creates for himself, and we saw a lot of those opportunities there, or he gets other people really good looks, and that's where they really exploded off the floor in the third quarter. Dante DiVincenzo had a bit of a scoring explosion there in the third. He ended up with 28 points for the game. Not his most efficient item. He took 15 threes. It's a lot of threes for Dante. Played 42 minutes. It's a lot of minutes for Dante. Um, we'll, we'll get back to the minutes thing in a bit. But their offense was humming because Brunson was breaking him down and they couldn't stop him. They weren't really putting two on the ball in the third like they were doing more of in, in the first half. And uh, it showed. But this wasn't this game just wasn't about Brunson and, and kind of my big takeaway from this game, other than, you know, as, as Brunson goes, so we'll go the Knicks is it going to the larger picture. And this is not even the larger picture of this season. This is the larger picture of the entire Leon Rose, Tom Thibodeau era, where with one notable exception, 
when the team completely caved it upon itself in the middle of the 2021-2022 season and lost 17 out of 20 games. With the exception of that stretch, every time this team uh, faces adversity, different guys seem to come up big. And that's a credit to uh, Leon Rose for making some really good moves here to stack the roster with guys that I think fit the culture. And obviously for Tom Thibodeau, um, you know, all the way on down to help set that culture tonight for me, it was about the centers. So Hardenstein coming off this Achilles injury only played 16 minutes, probably could have played a little bit more than that. They didn't need him down the stretch of the fourth quarter. Um, both Precious Achua and Jericho Sims, I thought, especially on defense tonight were a force to be reckoned with. And Precious in particular, man, had some stretches in this game, only finished the game with nine points, five rebounds, shot four or six, made an important three, by the way, early on in the third quarter to help get that momentum going. I mean, the Knicks in the third quarter of this game, this game was was the third quarter. The third quarter was this game. They outscored the Hornets. Um, I mean, this was a three-point game at halftime. And by the end of the third quarter, uh, the Knicks were up by a score of... Get it right now. 90 to 67. At one point early in the fourth, they had doubled up the Hornets point total in the second half, 52 to 26. And then the Hornets kind of made it interesting late. And I don't really think that matters, frankly. I think the Knicks kind of just let up a little bit. Guys maybe got a little tired. But um, so yeah, and 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 everybody chipped in on that offensive explosion there in the third. I mentioned Diva Chenzo, mentioned Achua, obviously mentioned Brunson Hart now in the starting lineup. I imagine that even when OG Anadobi comes back, OG will will take the place of Precious and Hart will remain in the starting five. Are there some spacing concerns there? Yeah. Did we see those spacing issues pop up in the first half? Absolutely. But we also saw in the third quarter there, it can work. You know, again, when domino when, when the dominoes start falling down, thanks to Brunson, everything started lock, sorts of locks into place and Hart could do all Josh Hart things and the fact that his he's not the best floor spacer doesn't kill you. Um, as much. Um, other guys of note in this game, uh, I thought Deuce McBride only played 15 minutes, but I thought they were a, a very positive 15 minutes. The three-point shot at this point in the season, I don't I don't know that we could doubt it anymore. I mean, what do you... He was 3 of 6 again tonight. Um, he's like a whatever he is. He's a 40-something percent shooter on the year. He's been really consistent. He doesn't really have a whole lot of dry spells. And he has some nights where it just seems like they're all going to go in. And it, it, much like many games this season, um, a lot of his threes tonight really felt impactful to uh, extend this lead and keep the pressure on there in the second half. So good 15 minutes from Deuce McBride. Mentioned Jericho Sims coming up big, mostly on the defensive end, but three from th- three for three from the field. Had a couple of nights. Had a like really nice pass. Maybe the play of the game. Uh, or one of the plays of the game where Sims, uh, it was an assist to Grimes at the start of the fourth quarter where Grimes passed Sims. Sims got it right back to Grimes. We've been hearing about Sims passing since he, since he got here about how that's an upside thing for him. And um, he showed some of that tonight. And then Quentin Grimes, Quentin Grimes played 32 minutes in this game. Um, Not his best showing. You figured he was going to get a lot of minutes. Only went three of 11 from the field. Only went one of six from, from behind the arc. You know, I, I I have to think the fact that his name will be, you know, has been in trade rumors, will continue to be in trade rumors uh, from now until the deadline, you know, 
uh, I got to think that that's impacting him to to some extent. So, but look, you needed everybody tonight. Um, everybody who played minutes, those were important minutes. Those were valuable minutes. Again, you don't make up for guys like Julius Randle and OG Ananobi with one or two players. You you make up for that with your entire team. And the Knicks need to keep keep their foot on the gas. I'm just looking up now. Um, Cleveland won another game. They beat, I mean, Evan Mobley was back tonight. They beat the Clippers at home. Like this, this race, uh, and it is absolutely a race um, for, I don't, uh, but I guess maybe we, we I'll, I'll end there before we get to the super chats and, uh, and, and our, our betting and sweating picks. Like what, what is the race for at this point? And I, I kind of phrase it very vaguely on, on purpose because from the outset this season, I was kind of like, just get a top six seed. And then the goalposts kind of moved after the OG Ananobi trade. And now I think maybe the have the goalposts moved again back a little bit with the Randall injury and with the uncertainty, like, okay, maybe he's just out until the all-star break. Maybe he's going to be out a little bit longer than the all-star break. Obviously, it's a different conversation if he's out for if they end up having to do surgery. We hope that's not the case. But with this win, the Knicks are five and a half games back of first place in the Eastern Conference. Um, <clears throat> Boston is is uh, going to uh, actually they're in a tie game down the stretch. But I mean, look, the Knicks are, are battling for for first, but they're. The Sixers play later tonight, by the way. Um, so with this win, the Knicks are a half game back a third. And if you want to look up a little bit further than that, they're two and a half games back a second of the Bucks. With Cleveland nipping on their heels, because Cleveland again won it won again tonight. The, the Knicks and the Cavs have been far and away, far and away, the two best teams in the league since January 1st. It's not even close. Um, so, and sure enough, they're competing with each other for positioning in the Eastern conference. It'll be interesting to see whether either of those teams can catch Philly. And that's what I mean. Like, what is the race is the race to maintain a position in the four or five spot is the race for, are we in a three team race for third? Um, and I don't want to also discount Indiana who is only three games back of the Knicks. And they have been playing extremely well, despite missing Tyrese Halliburton for a lot of games. As for everybody else in the East, I mean, the the Magic are still fighting. Give them a lot of credit. They had a big-time win against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I think that was last night. They're in a game against the Mavericks right now, which is a close game because every Magic game seems like it's a close game. And then you have the Heat, who seem to be, I don't want to say petering out. They got killed tonight. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Um, I, your beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You know what, what? Where are the Knicks? What should they be thinking about? How how lofty should the expectations still be? Again, with the Julius injury, and also like even a step beyond that, you saw tonight. You know, you know, not to repeat myself, but this team, to some extent, even when Randall's healthy, they go as Brunson goes. So you have nine days now, or ten days, whatever it is, nine days at tomorrow until the trade deadline. You have to get someone else in here for a emergent breaking case of emergency. Like, oh my God, if our starting point guard has to miss a week, 
God forbid more than that. Like they need some way to generate offense. So I think this, this stuff all ties together. The conversations about whether they should make a trade, who they should make a trade for. And like, what are they competing for? What are the goals? Um, what counts as a good season at this point? Like all those sorts of things. Um, it all ties together. And we'll talk about all of it tonight. Big win. Every win is big. Truly. When, you, when, you, when you're down a key player, everyone is big. Doesn't matter who you play. Everyone is big. And to, to continue the momentum through thick and thin, ups and downs, injuries, whatever. Again, seven wins in a row. They are 13 and two since this trade. I don't care what your expectations were the day that they made this deal. They have absolutely blown them out of the water. And this team has shown a real proof of concept that they are going to be reckoned with um, moving forward and into the playoffs because they're, they're, a, they're a pain in the ass to play. Let's just say that. They are an absolute pain in the ass to play. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I believe we have GMAC here. Is he going to join us? We are okay. That's right, you do. How you doing, John? Doing great, man. This team's won seven games in a row. So for the listeners, Randall news. Yeah, for the listeners at home, when did you stop being worried about this game? Oh, uh, with about yeah, we, I didn't talk about the end. Probably with about three minutes left. Maybe it was under three minutes. So it was the second Jalen Jalen Brunson bucket to put him up eighteen one hundred nine eighty one. When did that bucket happen? That happened with about three minutes left. I think that's the one. Okay. I think that's the one. That's, that's again, it's spelled P T S D. <laughs> yes. Well, I, all I'll say is shout out to the Charlotte Hornets who I thought, I thought looked as bad as that NBA team had, could look, especially when your head coach gets ejected and you're laughing at him as he's being escorted off the court. Uh, they did go on a run after that, but I also, was never scared in the fourth quarter. That was the indication I needed that, oh, they don't care. They like Clyde even said on the broadcast, they don't have a leader on that team, like an adult in the room. So that's why it's very much a college team watching the adults, you know, get ejected from games because they still care. They don't, but for better or worse, the league that we play in today, as I'm looking up, I just turned on the magic Mavs game, right? Mm -hmm. The magic who can't get, who can't throw stones in the ocean from the beach. Um, have 60 or are about to go past 70 points with a couple minutes left in the first half. It doesn't matter what team you're talking about. If you give a team 
three and a half minutes or four minutes or whatever it is. Like, listen, this is the league today. This is the, the magic today. have adults. The magic have adults in the room. They do have adults in the room. That is fair. They have adults in the room. Yeah, it's very much a commentary on Charlotte, not the NBA. That Listen, yeah. I'm not here to make fun of your PTSD. I had No, you can't. I was, I was terrified watching the Heat on Saturday. And as we're seeing tonight, that team is ass. And I'm glad that they're in our rear view until we play them next because I'll be scared when they, we play them too. Okay, so while it's a safe bet to uh, think the Knicks are going to beat the Charlotte Hornets, let's see how many other safe bets were made tonight with our friends at Prize Picks. John, would you like to read the disclaimer on behalf of our friends at Prize Picks tonight? I would love nothing more. Uh, so you know about Prize Picks because we've been talking about them for most of the season. All you have to do, very simple, you go to prizepicks.com slash KFS, and then it's going to ask you to put in a code. You put in code KFS, three letters, and you get a first deposit match up to $100. You want to put in 20, 40, 80, $100, up to 100. They're going to give you right back what you put in, and that is money for you to play around with, whether it is to um, make your Knicks games a little bit interesting whether you um, want to, which I, I think is an even more fun idea, enjoy basketball that comes after Knicks wins. You could sit back, relax, revel in the victory, and be like, "Hey, I'm liking uh, Luca over." I don't even what like what do you what do you even set a Luca line at these days? I have no idea. Well, you just go with there over. Like they're they'll set a number. You just take yes, the over that, and that's the best part. It yeah, it's very easy because they set the lines. All you have to do is take over or under, more or less, as you're going to see when we look at our bets for tonight. One more time, PrizePicks.com/slash/KFS. Use code KFS. Get that deposit match up to 100 bucks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. So I'll say one thing about prize picks that I don't know if we've ever explained how it works. Like when you take a five leg parlay or whatever you want to call it, if you make a five pick flex play in prize picks, you have the option to pay out more if I get all five right or pay out less if I get four out of five right. I did that yesterday with a football uh, prize pick that I did. Very nice. Um, and it was good that I did because uh, I took Christian McCaffrey. They were running a special over 0.5 rushing yards. It was like, here, get your first leg out the way. Sorry. I took that and I hit Patrick Mahomes over 199.5 passing yards. He hit that free money. Isaac Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, 3.0 receptions. He had four, just hit it. Fair Travis nice. Kelsey, 6.0 receptions. He had eight. So I hit, hit that, that. Like the first half. And I needed one more, which was Lamar Jackson over. 66.5 rushing yards. What and because get? the man stopped running the ball, the, the, and when I say the man, I mean jo, jo, John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, and yeah. be, Bro, I was yelling in the entire second half, take off. Anytime Lamar like had nobody open, it's like, oh, your next best weapon's your legs. He finished with 54. So I just mm-hmm. missed hitting on my five-pick flex play. So there's a chance we have somebody on a little later to uh, opine about the Ravens. Oh, loss, but uh, I'll let everybody stay tuned uh, to be excited for that later. For now, let's take a look at how the betting and sweating crew did uh, in Okey this doke. matchup. So, so, go ahead, John. Yo, you, uh, we can go back and forth. I'm going to read yours, though. Uh, so, this is your... G- okay. you G- GMAC, the man I'm on the screen with right now, uh, took over, which seemed like a smart bet because you figured Josh Hart was going to play uh, 49 minutes tonight. Took over 23 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Josh Hart ended up with 27 points, rebounds, and assists because he got 8.7 assists and 12 rebounds. Very nice little Josh Hart game. I don't know what I'm going to do for stars of the game because he got a lot of contenders after Brunson. Um, XJ 
Went with over Dante DiVincenzo points, 15 and a half. He nearly doubled that. He ended up with 28 points. I, by the way, feeling very good about my prediction for hi- highest usage after Brunson as long as Randall's out at DiVincenzo. John did a poll with a bunch of us who's going to lead the Knicks in usage while Randall's out or be second on the Knicks in yeah. usage behind Jalen Brunson. J- Jalen Brunson's going to have a, a, a 47 usage rate. <laughs> exactly. Like how, he's going to have Russ 2017 usage is, over the next next three, three, four weeks. I went with OG Ananobi. Um, we'll I believe Fred and Benji both went with Deuce, Deuce, which I think is a good answer. You went with DiVincenzo. And Jeremy, I thought, had the most creative of them all. Who did he say again? Anybody that the Knicks trade for. Oh, yeah. Someone not on the roster. Not on the the roster. So we're two for two so far. Okay. Sean with a W. Nick Richards, uh, over nine rebounds. Uh, The Knicks, we should say, as a team, um, barely out-rebounded the Hornets, 42 to 41. But uh, it's only partially because they were making everything in the second half. Uh, Nick Richards ends this game with eight rebounds. That is a tough, 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 tough beat. And then last but not least, Mensa, Brandon Miller, over two and a half, three pointers made. Brandon Miller, we should say, I believe, had a career high tonight. And part of that career high was three three pointers. So as a group, um, the betting and sweating crew went three for four. Another winning night for you guys. Uh, Some good picks here. Some good picks. You would have won something if you got three out of four through prize picks. So we're, we're we gave you good advice tonight, and if and in Sean word in Sean's words, if Nick Richards had tried tonight, then you would have won more. So uh, shout out to Prize Picks again, one last time. Go to PrizePicks.com and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. It's PrizePicks.com slash KFS. Daily fantasy sports made easy. It's the last time we're going to talk about it tonight. I was going to say Brandon Miller is going to be really good. Yes, I mean he is good already, but he's he's going to be really good. And uh, yeah, that team has no. That team has no bench. Team has no heart, John. They have no bench. They have no heart. Uh, someone named Leaky Black played eleven minutes tonight. Where, did the, they like Leaky Black that? there. They leak. They I bet like they do. Leaky Black. He I was they do. instrumental in the comeback against uh, the Timberwolves in the sixty. The game he scored sixty-two. Well, that cat scored sixty-two. Didn't didn't take a shot in twelve minutes tonight. So well, so see what happens when you play the Knicks. They knew to stop the Leaky. They do stop the leak. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, they plugged doing? up the leaky. I don't know. What are we doing here? And now let's get to the super chats. I can't wait. All right. Um, chat to everybody watching and who, who always joins us for these things. I'm very excited. By the way, these first three came during the uh, watch along and we just didn't get to them. So three oh. super chats from the watch along. Okay. Uh, cool. Nick's Film School, uh, or no, sorry. <laughs> We're Nick's Film School. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yep. A- Anthony Wong, what would it take to trade for Jeremy so- Sohan? Um, this is like, when I get questions about trading for young players on rookie contracts, like first or second year, or even like third year player. Actually, no, put third year players aside because third year players, you're already getting close to extension season. I don't know how to answer like trading for first and second year players because like, to say that like Jeremy Sohan is untouchable is silly. Like he's there's there's like six untouchable players in the NBA and like Jeremy Sohan's not one of them. But like why why would these Spurs entertain trading one of their young core unless they were like already out on him? And you know what? If they were entertaining trade offers for Jeremy Sohan, I'd be like really I'd be like, why why are you already trading this guy? He seems like a nice piece. So yeah, I don't 
Oh, a lot. How about that? Thanks, Anthony. Uh, Dom Cappuccini, Dante for three-point shooting contest. So I'm going to be fast. So Brunson's going to get in. I was thinking about this the other day. Brunson's going to get in. He's going to be an all-star, and he's obviously one of the three, best three-point shooters in the league this year. Um, I don't... I, I'm going to ask Fred about this. I don't know when the next time is we're having Fred on, if we're going to have him on before the all-star break. I'm curious if he knows, like, is the three-point shooting contest the sort of thing where they will feel out who is going to come or who would like be amenable to coming? Like, do you guys have vacations booked? I feel like for Dante, that's the sort of thing that he would be honored to do. It would be a really cool thing for him. I don't know if his three-point profile, his profile as a three-point shooter has risen around the league to the point where people are really like paying attention as much as they should be because fuck, they should be paying a lot of attention. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. That's a good one, Dom. I'm really curious. And I mean, he deserves it. Absolutely, he deserves it. I just don't know if he's going to, you know. It, and here's the other part. If they have enough like stars to do it, like they, they're not going to need him, which is kind of, you know, unfortunate, but true. And then Andrew P., I can live with a few minutes. Precious Chew at the four. Jericho Sims at the five. Keeps a nine-man rotation. Um, yeah, they were never going to extend past the nine-man rotation. The, to me, the only question is whether they were going to go with an eight man rotation tonight. And I was kind of wondering about, um, about, uh, about Sims, but then OG was out tonight. So really, I guess tonight I wasn't wondering about Sims. I knew Sims was going to play, especially with Achua starting at the four. I think moving forward, the question is going to be whether they keep it with an eight man, which tonight it was essentially an eight man rotation or whether they keep it, as you're saying, nine, and then go with some time with Precious at the four and, and Jericho Sims at the five. We'll see. We'll find out. Well, hopefully, we'll find out tomorrow night, and because hopefully, OJ and Obi will play. Thanks, Andrew P. All right. Now we're on to Super Chats from after the game. Funny! My main man, I got to reach out to you. I got some some exciting news. Um, are there any more Martin brothers for Jalen to cook? <laughs> Let's ruin Jazz worse than La La Land did tomorrow night. Hashtag sometimes a Don does wear shorts. A great comment as always is the case. Yeah, look like the Martin brothers are a pain in the ass too. Like Benji was joking around on the, on the watch along that like all they do is hit threes against the Knicks and he, I, you know, Martin had a decent game tonight, but now, nah, man, what, what Jalen's doing, this will give me a good excuse to wax poetic about this. It, it, another 30 point game for Jalen Brunson. Um, his final numbers were I, he, he played better than 32 points on 24 shots. But when you consider how the entire freaking Hornets defense knew, like we know what's coming and we still can't stop it. Is there any, is there any more disheartening thing to say to yourself as a sports fan? than we know what's coming and we can't stop it because they knew what was coming and they couldn't stop it. And that's the case for a lot of teams in the league. I don't think there are many teams out there who are, who have the sort of defensive infrastructure or individual defenders who can stop Brunson right now. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's playing well enough to get real consideration to be on people's MVP ballots, you know, um, especially if some of this game's played stuff is going to come rear its ugly head. Um, as for tomorrow night's game against the jazz, Look, I, I, I'm, you know me. I'm always, I'm always worried. The, the, the Knicks fan PTSD is real. The schedule between now and the All Star break, I, I, 
I'm not going to say the the Jazz game is the easiest game left because they they do play Memphis and Memphis, give Memphis a lot of credit. That t- tight game we played against Memphis, whatever it was a month ago, or it seems like a month ago, several weeks ago, it's not looking nearly as bad because that team fights and claws and like is playing a lot of good teams tough. They do play Memphis at home. You figure being at home would be enough to to go, come out of that one, but like this is a you know you got two against Indiana here. Indiana's playing good ball, and then you finish off. You know, obviously, you got Lakers, you got Dallas. Although Dallas got smoked right now by the Magic, um, and then you finish up with a little mini road trip, tough mini road trip at Houston. They're coming back down to earth. Okay, maybe that won't be too hard. And then at Orlando, tricky last game before the break. I this is a get this game against Utah. Give yourself some real breathing room. And again, it kind of goes back to to what I was saying, like. Are we still sitting here thinking that the Knicks can make a push for the three seed even with this Randall injury? Because if we if we are, then all of a sudden it's like, well, shit, they better beat the Jazz at home, right? Um, if not, then it's more like, all right, well, are we are we okay with just being top six or are we okay with being top five? Um, it, either way, even second night of back to back, Utah's playing right now. They get killed by Brooklyn. Go in and be Utah. Uh, so that should be uh, that should be another win. To hopefully, keep the streak going. Thanks, David. Mythic Monty, good win, but still want a backup point guard. I like. I hope. I, I, again, I'm, I don't spend much time on Twitter these days. I, I hope there's not like a sentiment out there of people who are like, "How dare anybody want the Knicks to make a trade? They've won 13 out of 15 games and they're awesome and yada yada yada." They are. They have they're all they're playing great. I don't know how you could watch this team on a nightly basis and not want them to trade for an additional playmaker. Like the stretches that they go through and it happens every game. I'm not saying make just any trade. I'm not saying throw away and give away Quentin Grimes in a trade. I'm not saying any of those sorts of things. But like you, Mythic Monty, I too still want another ball handler initiator on this team. Robert W. Cross. Interesting time for this hashtag. It's the only thing he put. Hashtag 53 wins. And why is this the only thing that um, he put in the super chat? I actually misspoke at the end of the YouTube uh, live stream. I, I realize now. Uh, I, I said that the Knicks were 29 and 17. They are not 29 and 17. They are 30 and 17. So uh, 30 and 17 is a win percentage of 63.8, which extrapolated over the course of a full 82 game season equates to, I have it at just under 53 wins. I have it at 52.3. Um, Andrew, if you want to check my math, but we could round up, even if it's 52.3, we could round up to 53. This team is, this team is freaking good, Robert. And I would not be surprised in the least if they hit that number this year. I don't think anybody should be surprised. Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Apparently he thinks Benji's hosting tonight. I could pretend to be Benji. I don't know how I would do that, but Benji, you're not John. Actually, I am John, but he'd be happy. So impressed with how Tibbs churns out good performances from centers. Also, JB is a fringe MVP candidate. We can do a quick MVP ladder here. Um, Yeah, I I just never feel right uh, sitting on here and praising Tom Thibodeau. I thought uh, Ian Bagley 
had, I think it was Ian Bagley sent out the tweet a few minutes ago. Yeah. Um, that Tom Thibodeau has a great case for Eastern conference coach of the month. Tough part is, as I just mentioned, Cleveland and Cleveland's done it without, with, with some key guys missing the Knicks have had uh, Brunson for all but uh, two games. And uh, and now they'll have Randall for all but a couple of games. So I actually have a feeling that's going to go to to Bickerstaff. Tibbs, is, he's been doing a fantastic job. I mean, like, this is why you get Tom Thibodeau, because he coaches up your whoever you have on the roster. He's going to coach him up and be to be ready to play. And if he doesn't feel... <laughs> this is maybe why you don't want Tom Thibodeau. If he doesn't feel they're ready to play, he's going to find someone... He's going to only play guys who are ready, even if it means playing them a little too many minutes. Um, no, but he's he's he he has his team prepared every night. It's it's so impressive. And then um, MVP ladder. Ah oh, man, fucking Joel Embiid. What what do you what do you do with that guy after that after that chicanery in Denver? And that was chicanery. Um, look, he's still the front runner, but that's that's something that's not right. What happened there? So Embiid, um, Jokic, Giannis, still Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Giannis. Like it's gonna be tough to break those top three, right? After that, though, man. Like, look, I know what Luca's numbers are. I've touted Luca up and down since he came into the league. Dallas is twenty five and twenty one. They're four games under over 500. The Knicks are 13 games over 500. Shouldn't that matter? You know, like Tatum, but look at the team around Tatum. So I think you can make an argument for Brunson as high as fourth. That said, Donovan Mitchell absolutely should be neck and neck with Brunson, which is why the night of the all-star starters being announced, I was like, look, if it's, if it's Mitchell, like, I don't agree with it because he's played so many fewer minutes than Brunson. If he catches up with the minutes and, and the minutes become closer, he's going to have a, a, a really good case. I would go Brunson again because I think A's been better and I think the minutes. Um, you know, Halliburton's kind of fallen off now because of the games played. Um, SGA, I didn't mention SGA. It's a bad job by me. SGA should probably be fourth. So really, I feel like or or third, if you want to put SGA third over over Giannis, I, I wouldn't have an issue with that. So really, it seems like there's a solid top four, and then Brunson could get in there at number five. I think that's kind of where we're at. I, I didn't mention Kawhi. Kawhi should be mentioned as well. Um, that feels like the short list, though. That feels like the short list. Thanks, Kev. Busy. Mike Breen said Steph Curry had a dislocated shoulder and only missed 11 games. I am hopeful that will mean my favorite player is back soon. Oh, goodness. You're you're a dastardly devil, Busy. Um, I, I mean, it's nine games to the All-Star break. Now eight games to the All-Star break. Would I be shocked if Julius Randle's in the lineup for that first game against the Philadelphia 76ers? That will be 26 days. 26 days on the shelf. Or 25 days, I guess. No, 25, 26, something like that. Wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked. We have to, listen, you got to keep, they need him. They need, I I mean, even watching tonight. The one thing I'll say tonight, though, like, 
defensively, man, this team right now, there's nobody out there who's you could point at and be like, yeah, that just he didn't he didn't bring it on that possession. Like they are flying around. Flying around. You know, which, you know, Julius doesn't always do. But the reason he doesn't always do it is because he's conserving energy. And the reason he's conserving energy is because he's been a freaking all-star on the other end of the floor. And I think he's going to make the all-star team. Thanks, Busy. Um, Juanan, what's going on, Juanan? Said this a few days ago. I'm going to say it again. Why not us? League is wide open, and we got a team of dogs. 53 wins in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Robert Cross. Can we get that on a t-shirt, Andrew? Great win. Great, great win. And the league is wide open. The league is wide open. You know what I'm going to say about that? I get... Like, I don't think you're wrong to some extent. Like you look at the top teams right now in the conferences and you're like, okay, the Thunder, like the, the 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 leader of the pack is Boston. All right. Well, the leader of the pack doesn't have a top five NBA player. You know, Tatum's, I think, probably inside the top 10, but they don't have a top five NBA player. Okay. So if the best team in the league doesn't even have a top five guy, is that a good sign? I think that's a good sign. They're also kind of a little brittle, right? KP's out right now. I know it didn't matter tonight, but um so that's Boston. You got Milwaukee and they great record, great player, two great players, but something is off in the water there. And you're like, okay, well, there's that Philly. We know their well-documented history and the well-documented history of their, you know, possible soon to be two-time MVP when it comes to the postseason. Um, they also need to make another trade. They can make another trade. Do they make another trade to fortify themselves? That's something worth worth watching. And then you go over to the West. You got two teams leading the West, Thunder and the Wolves, who have not been there yet, have not done it yet. Um, you know, Clippers, obviously some fragility concerns. Same thing, Suns, fragility. And also the Suns just haven't been able to put it together in a significant way this year, as, as you would have liked to see. And then who does that leave? It leaves Denver. You know, and Denver, Denver's the one where it's like, I, I look, I know we've beat them three straight, <laughs> one one of which didn't have Jokic. Tough for me to say that any anything's wide open as long as that freaking monster is out there. Uh and he is a monster. So, but they're in the Western Conference. And look, if we're sitting here in however many months and we're talking about Knicks <laughs> Knicks Nuggets in the finals, like I'm not gonna be complaining. So it's a fair comment, you and I. It's a fair comment. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.